you're back. I am back. You're back. It's been three weeks. I think now? it's been more than that. Has it been more I than that now? I think it's been four. Are we at four weeks? I think we're just at four. Four so. whole weeks. Yeah. Four whole weeks. Out of the studio for four weeks. I apologize. I mean, <laughs> you had shit, fun though. Shit happens. Yeah, we had fun. I yeah. had three different guests on. It was a good time. Well, maybe it was only three. Technically, it's been four weeks back into the studio. That's true. For you. Yes. Because Jaws was already recorded. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then three guests, which is three more weeks. Yeah. So yeah, four weeks out of the studio, three weeks off of the air. Four, yeah. But you're back. I am back. You're back. Not 100%, but I'm back. But you're back. Yeah. You're... I can, I can like actually hold a conversation without like trying not to die. Yeah. Which is the important I mean, that's, part. you know, when it comes to recording <laughs> an hour and a half of a podcast, yeah. that's kind of an important yeah. thing to be able to do. Because like when it first happened, it was like two minutes of me talking and mm-hmm. i'd be like struggling yeah <laughs> and now i can like get through and do go. stuff pretty normally for the most part good but, back so, to yeah. it heck yeah. yeah yeah so i guess i should tell everybody what happened sure what i can say yeah that's up to you i was in a car accident bum, and, bum, bum. Yes. and it was not my fault but i was injured and i cannot talk about my injuries mm-hmm. but um that is why i was not in the studio and all my friends were very helpful with everything going on. And Will found some awesome guest stars, which I'm sure you guys have already listened to all three of them. Yeah. At this point. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So Today's recording will be the day that Christina's episode came out. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that that's basically all I can say. But it kind of keeps you guys in the loop a little yeah. bit as that, to that why you know what's going on. Will did not fire me. I did not fire her. <laughs> We're close, but (laughs) not yet. We're close. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. There you go. So, um, it's a good one to come back to though. It is. We are, we are going to be talking about a nineties. Yeah. Nostalgia, nostalgia rage over here. (laughs) Yeah. Because recently the remake has come out of Space Jam. A new legacy. A new legacy. It is two hours long, so it, it is, is 30 minutes it is longer. 30 minutes longer than the original format. Yeah. So before we start getting into it, welcome to Two Thoughts for a Penny, where two buds talk about their favorite movies and TV series. I'm Will Tart. And I'm Miranda Olson, and today's movie pick is 1996 Space Jam. Come on, the Space original. Jam. The oh. original. Yeah, the original. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yep, bringing Looney Tunes back to a new generation. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Do you think Warner Bros. was doing that because they were like, oh, shit, Looney Tunes has really dipped off. Everybody's into, like, Gravity Falls and Adventure Time. Cartoon Network's taking over. No, 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 but I'm saying now. Oh, why they now? Why they legacy. Doing... I think it's just Reboot Nation. Just Reboot it, Nation. We're, we're a nostalgic I generation. Guess they, I guess they started filming for this thing before COVID. yeah yeah before covid so. yeah i think it's just we are such a nostalgic generation that they're just giving us everything they possibly can they're like and, oh yeah you want this yeah and most of us are like no we no, don't want I, I, I i really don't actually <gasps> re-release the new one with like updated graphics or something like that right but don't destroy it <laughs> what, I, what i would really prefer for you to do is just come up with a new thing yeah. that the kids of today can be attached to yeah yeah. That I can also be attached to. That I can also to. be like, wow, that's really good. Yeah, you know, like give Lion more... King, give me adult jokes in a new Disney movie mm-hmm. yeah. so I can enjoy it for the exactly. first time give me in a, adulthood. Give me another Luca. 
Yeah, I, I have love not. Lucan. I haven't watched it yet. I have watched it twice now. Really, it is so good. I've I've heard good things. It is so. I good. I have heard good things, yeah. and I'm excited. I did watch Black Widow though. Ooh, I have not watched. Black it Widow is yet. so good. You know, I've yeah. never. I've always had like my top four Disney movies right. of all time. Like they've always been there. Um, I've never actually thought about it until watching Black Widow, where I've never done my top five mm-hmm. um, Marvel movies, and it's definitely it's definitely in the top five for me. We haven't done top five Marvel movies. Maybe we, that's one we, we need to do. We haven't and done I've a never top even, five in a while. We haven't done a top five in a while, and really, like we like I've never even thought about it. And I was like in the middle of this movie, and yeah. I'm just like, it's top five. What are my top five? <laughs> oh, I've never thought about it. Black Widow, Ragnarok. Yeah. And then I was like, no, enjoy the movie. Enjoy the movie. Get into the movie. ScarJo's on screen. Yeah, and Florence Pugh. And Florence Pugh. Just enjoy, just enjoy the ride. Yeah, I, yeah. It, was, it was so good. Like, the third act was, like, hyper unrealistic. Like, it would never happen in real life, but we're in Marvel. So it didn't matter. Yeah, sure. And I was so enthralled with the chemistry and just, like, how good these people were on screen that I was like, I don't even care. Sweet. Awesome. I'm so, down. So, yeah, I recommend. All right. All right, so let's uh let's move back on to La Space Jam. La Space Jam. I, you know, I believe I can fly. I'm really mad that R. Kelly's the one that sings that. <laughs> yeah, that it's not the original, that it's the R. Kelly one. Yeah, because we're not supposed to like R. Kelly. That's, and that's very true. Very accurate. We don't like R. Kelly. No, we do not like R. Kelly. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, I love. Unfortunately, this song. yet another product of the '90s that came out where we're like, oh fuck yeah pretty much <laughs> god damn it it's really upsetting yeah but yeah this like and they play almost the whole five minute song in this they do. in this movie over the alone. course of the movie yeah, yeah for sure like it, it's it's like a five minute and like four second song or something like that and they get the whole thing pretty in much. there yeah pretty much it's kind of wild <laughs> so i wish they had more of the space jam theme though oh like, yeah oh yeah yeah i, I could rock just, to that all just day just that opening credits yeah. of it yeah <laughs> Come on, it's space jam. It is so like um like eighties rap though. Like yeah. there's no bad words in it. There's nothing about like the street. There's and nothing, it's just like... strict beatboxing yeah. beat. Yep, and it's just fucking just like come on and jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're just yeah. going. It's yep. just it's a really good sports song. As Don Glover would say, it's like uh, I went to the hat store and I bought myself a hat. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely a great album here. Um, from so what good. I understand, it also had like almost as many sales as the actual movie, Fucking as the actual music album. Hilarious. Which I mean, okay, but all '90s movies like came with the original motion picture For soundtrack, sure. yeah. like all the they way up the until CD. like 2005. You could get like the motion mm-hmm. picture soundtrack. And even and even then, they had the stuff where it's like, get it on iTunes if you yeah. buy this version. Yeah. You can download it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. so um but yeah, from what I understand, it was it was a hardcore record. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty fucking jamming. Like it's a, it's a bop for sure. Jamming. Jamming. Mm-hmm. All right, so you want to move on to our Rotten Tomatoes? I Seeing do. how the last 3 movies I have done on here, Rotten Tomatoes has had dick for except for John Wick. But even then it didn't have a lot for John Wick. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. It had nothing for Shrek the Musical. Literally not a single thing. They also said Brendan Fraser was they Shrek. They didn't watch Shrek the Musical. There was three reviews. There was on only it. three. Only three, but it had an audience score and everything. Of course, it has an audience score. Cause... But yeah, they said Brendan Fraser was Shrek, which was hilarious to me. Mm, I have not listened to the episode today. It's pretty funny. 
All right. So, Rotten Tomatoes synopsis. Okay. Don't judge me. Okay. I'm still I'm still working on it. Just back in the swing. I'm still working on it. Uh, okay, so Swackhammer, an evil alien theme park owner, needs a new attraction at Moron Mountain when his gang, the Nerdlux, heads to Earth to kidnap Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes. Bugs challenges them to a basketball game to determine their fate. The aliens agree, but they steal the powers of NBA basketball players, including Larry Bird and Charles Barkley. So Bugs gets some help from superstar Michael Jordan. They did pretty good. But yep. they done did fucked up. Yeah, they didn't steal, they Larry, steal Bird's. Larry Bird's. Larry mojo. Bird has like a credit in here, like up top, and he like he doesn't have like anything to do with the plot of no, the movie. No, like, he's just there. Charles Barkley, uh, Muggsy, or whatever. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, all yeah. those guys. Yep. Like they get like bottom credits, and Larry Bird's up there with Bill Murray. Well, <laughs> I, was I like, mean. You had like fucking, two dude, speaking parts. It's because it's fucking Larry Bird. That's true. It's, it's, it's Larry, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. I mean, but they didn't even steal his powers. I have a signed photo of Larry Bird in That's my home. That's pretty cool. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a big Larry Bird fan. Okay. Love Larry Bird. But yeah, they didn't steal his powers. No, they did not steal so, Larry Bird's powers. But they Bird's did powers. steal Charles Barkley's powers, they, which was one of the yeah. more hilarious pop And Charles Barkley should be higher up there because he's got a lot of screen time in this movie. He does. He's, he's got more he's than everybody like, else. Well, he, it's like Bill Murray's my favorite part in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then like Charles Barkley's lines are just really funny. Very good. <laughs> They're very, very good. I promise I won't date Madonna again. <laughs> I'm like... Oh, so which happened good. in real life yeah <laughs> oh like, man there are oh. so many jokes in here that are like wink wink nudge nudge yeah that are that's how you're supposed to make that, a children's movie yeah. so that the adults can get it that really make this movie go yeah. okay so um i'm gonna so we're moving moving right along here with the rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. information i thought they did a pretty good synopsis other than the fuck up with larry bird yeah i yeah. mean but it's better than accusing brendan fraser of being shrek so <laughs> wild it's Absolutely less wild. of a fuck up <laughs> it's a wild thing for them to do granted i would watch brendan fraser in anything oh, so absolutely if brendan fraser was shrek i'd watch it oh it'd be very good absolutely i don't know if brendan fraser can sing so i don't know about him and shrek the musical who cares Over... i just want to hear him scream screaming george of the jungle <laughs> yeah i don't know if i i don't know if i'd pick him over tony award-winning brian darcy james but yeah that's fair that's fair i'd still watch it though um just to support him (laughs) what else does rotten tomatoes have to say for us here it is a pg movie which Mm. makes sense obviously there's some naughty jokes and looney tunes have never really been below g they're kind of like that that scarier side of animation back in the 90s oh yeah like the splats and stuff like that it's very violent yeah so it's never really been under pg is a violent thing um comedy and kids and family movie that fits fits definitely fits i wouldn't really call it a sports movie it is 100 percent not a sports movie okay i'm glad you agree with it is centered around michael jordan yeah it is and there is like scenes but there's not enough to like make it sports movie sports movie and you literally are only watching michael jordan play like you get like two minutes of scenes yeah of the the looney tunes playing yep um and an hour and 27 minutes which could have been longer if they built in some character and stuff, but honestly, I didn't you know, really want it to I, be longer. No, I don't think it should be longer at all. Honestly, I think it's great that it's just an hour and a half, sit down, have some fun. 
that's how I that's am it. about it. It's like yeah. watching Looney Tunes. I mean, a Looney Tunes episode is like what seven minutes? Yeah, I think runtime is typically like seven, eight minutes, six to seven. Yeah. yeah. So you know, if a full feature length movie is an hour and a half for a Looney yeah. Tunes thing, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There are things where, like, I think that they could have made it a better film, but it would have required more time. I don't know more that time, I want to more money. Yeah. More effort. I don't yeah. know that I want to invest more time watching this movie because it's a cool concept, I but would, it's like... I do agree with that, yeah. I yeah. don't want to invest any more time in it. Yep, so it got released um, right before Thanksgiving of 96, Perfect November 15th, date. 1996, for a kid and family yeah. movie. Hey, you guys are getting out next weekend. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go watch Space Jam with Hell Michael yeah, Jordan. Dude. Perfect release date. Yep, so... Um, but that's all I got for that. Do you want to guess the tomato meteor? I can, I can guess. I haven't gotten to guess in three weeks, so. Oh, has somebody else been guessing? I, well, I have been running your side of things while our guests were doing what I do. So they guessed. Yeah, so they okay. guessed. And they were Did pre- you have fun were, with that? They were pretty fucking good. Oh, they yeah? Were, both Maggie and Christina were with, within 1%. Nice. Yeah, so they did pretty fun. Did you enjoy knowing? Good. Like, oh, yeah, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. <laughs> just sitting there being like, hmm. <laughs> they don't overanalyze it like I do. But, no. Um, ah, God, there's no way this movie did well by the critics. Mm-mm. No fucking way. One, it's a comedy. Two, it's not that good. Um, <laughs> like so many plot holes. <laughs> yeah, so many plot so holes. So many storylines that were started there, and just dropped of, off. There's a lot of effects that are just bad in this. There's a lot of lines that are terrible in this. I'm not saying Michael Jordan's a bad actor. I love Michael Jordan so much, but he's not winning an Oscar. So yeah, it's not going to do well at all. So I'm I'm guessing somewhere in the 30s or 40s okay. is is where I'm going to put our critic score here. You're in the ballpark. I guess I'll go. You know what? I'll go higher. I'll go 42. So 42. close. So, so close? close. Yeah. yeah. It's 44. 44. Yep. 44 makes sense from a critics. Yeah. Just like me watching this movie and them having like no nostalgia for this thing. Right. It may be a little bit sprinkled in there because I bet it'd be lower if there was no nostalgia for Probably. this thing. But just like purely looking at it from that perspective. 44 is pretty fair. I would say that's a pretty fair score for this film. Yep, I would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say for sure. Now, I'm guessing the audience is going to be higher. Yes. I don't know how much higher. Nostalgia hit it Nostalgia, pretty hard. Nostalgia, I'm going to I'm going to guess somewhere in the 60s. 20% above is pretty high. 64? Just 63. go 20 over. 63. Nice. Yes. Yeah, 20 points is a lot higher <laughs> than what the critics gave it. And that makes sense. A lot of people are going to be like, this movie's fucking great. My kids love it. It got mm-hmm. me into fucking basketball. Now we watch the Bulls every day. Oh, Lord. Yeah, like, <laughs> give me that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> what do you, I want to hear, hear something from the critics. What, do you have one pulled up from the critics here? Yeah, it's, it's uh, oh, Lord, that's a very long. Give me just, a, yeah, give me a, give me a yummy yummy little snack i want a yummy little review okay it's time is blessed it's timing is blessed it's audience is guaranteed it's mm-hmm. technique is se- spectacular and it has two co-superstars almost universally admired and liked that wow. was a that was a top critic from the chicago tribune hell yeah oh he's biased 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's 100% biased. Okay, Hollywood Reporter. Okay, Hollywood Reporter. Space Jam is a seamless marvel as Jordan slams and jams in the Looney Tunes world. Animation co-directors Bruce Smith and Tony Cervoni have orchestrated a dazzling... Dazzling... Dazzingly... Wow. Uh, I don't think he spelled that right. Probably not. Dazzingly... Dazzingly? Yeah. I, had, I think it's supposed to be dazzling. Yeah, dazzling. Okay. I had one that was. Thank you. I was like, I had oh god, one that it can't be that the bad. Still, <laughs> the children's intent on costumes and uh, the stage, and I was like, that's not how you use intent, sir. <laughs> so yeah, he probably misspelled it. Yeah, yeah, he definitely misspelled it. There you go. That's hilarious that they both were like, this movie is a perfect masterpiece of cinema. Yeah. Oh, yeah. here's a nostalgia one. Okay. You had to be there to understand the excitement. Michael Jordan left the NBA for baseball and then came back. That was loony, and so was this mix of yep. animation and live action. I like it. I'm into it. Sweet. All right. Cool. Rotten Tomatoes, you did pretty good on this one. Yeah. Not, not bad. Not bad. You want to roll over into our, our production real quick? Yeah. Just move right over into yeah. our budget. $80 million. Holy fucking Straight shit. Straight up $80 million. Holy God. I was like. You have to pay for the animators I was like, that are 2D drawing these people. I was like 35, 40 yeah, million. Yeah, no. No, this was like a, this was dollars? like, from what I understand, this was like an 18 month project. Why didn't they, project. so I'm curious to hear, one day we'll have to do Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Because that yes. was in, that was in 1988. Yeah. And they use similar techniques from 1988 to this 1996 film, in theory, some should be better, should be easier, because um, you're almost 10 years moving forward from that point. So $80 million? Well, yeah, but you also have to think they had to buy the teams, buy the sure. players. Like, they all came from one agency, sure. but you had to you had to pay for them. I guess so, yeah. Then, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit has limited characters, which is great in a color scheme performance whereas the looney tunes are so many wide variety of colors you had every single fucking yeah so you had to figure out what would work for this big huge basketball game where all of them would stick out right and so you got animators for that you've got the 2d drawings Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff and topped on the fact that supposedly this was an 18 month project which normally movies are between like nine weeks and like four to five months are big productions yeah Yeah. because they've got (laughs) all their ducks in a row before they start filming exactly so this was like triple the amount of time the long time that's wild 80 million dollars 80 million dollars holy fuck well i know they didn't make that back in the first week no, they did not. They only made twenty seven point five million. Still, that's still pretty good. Damn, still pretty. I mean, they good. had a perfect time slot. Yeah, to release it. Michael Jordan's already in a bunch of commercials and stuff. Michael Jordan's so. still huge, and like, it's playing off a lot of stuff. Um, and then you've got Looney Tunes. You got kids coming out of school for, for the break and everything like that. I mean, it's just absolute perfect timing for a children's movie that parents will also enjoy because it's got fucking Michael Jordan in it. Almost as good as Scream's timing. <laughs> Almost as good as Scream's timing, but Scream's timing was good because it lasted Scream's a year. Scream's timing is probably the best one we've seen so far. Probably. 
Probably. But somehow it managed to be the best timing because it lasted so long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like I, that's probably the best timed film we've yeah. we've done so far. I have no idea how they did that, but they did it. Fucking great. It was crazy. Freaking All right. Love it. So opening week they made that twenty seven. And so to date, so we're looking at twenty five years. Twenty five years of people being obsessed with Space Jam. Yes. Like th- like space soundtrack. Jam's- soundtrack social media michael jordan in general yes i i have always wanted a tune squad jersey oh really oh yeah Mm. that would be great okay i'm gonna put that on put that on the list my christmas list tune squad jersey dude that'd be a great one to just like walk around in yeah i'm gonna see what i can do sweet yes uh okay made to date we've got 230.4 million 200 so not doing great four million Cause like Back to the Future's made like three hundred fifteen million. Um, we've got the billionaire mm-hmm. status ones that are just like Avatar and I Titanic mean, stuff. So they're doing good I mean, still, in the nostalgia range. I think, but they're not like Hall of Fame. We have doubled budget easily, and then we're working on triple the budget and on, time. on this thing. Yeah. So like, I mean. I, that's nothing to turn your nose at. That's oh that's, no, two hundred thirty is that's, that's fantastic. That's pretty fucking good for Warner Bros. Like, Freaking only a fifth. No, of what? No wonder Michael Jordan's worth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No wonder they went and tried to do a a remake of this thing to try and capture some more of that that money yeah. off of the new generation. And they put Zendaya in it, so mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Oh, we all love Zendaya. We're all gonna go watch that." <laughs> right? Like that's how we were with Michael Jordan. We all love Michael Jordan. We're gonna, we're go, gonna watch go watch it because we love yeah. Michael Jordan. And our generation was like, "We'll watch anything with Zendaya in it." Yeah, absolutely. We'll watch anything with Zac Efron in it. <laughs> oh, dude, you put Zefron in there. I'm yeah, there. Absolutely. Same. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's great. I mean, two hundred. Over $200 million is awesome. Yes. I think that's one of the highest ones we've talked about, too, on the show. We've talked about some that have grossed higher, for sure, like Back to the Future um, is higher. I think Gladiator grossed higher. Scream has grossed um, higher. Did Scream gross over the $200 million mark? Yeah, Scream is, Scream is high. Is it high? I, I can't remember. High. I'm pretty sure it's high. Dude, is it high, man? Is it fucking on that wacky tobacco? On the they did announce lettuce? that they're done with production for Scream Five. By Ooh. The way. Oh, I was wrong. Worldwide, it's only got one hundred and seventy. See, that's million. what I thought. They hadn't made the two hundred million mark. You know, I was talking about. I was thinking the collection. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. The one movie. But has we only made talked less. about one, and that one's only made one hundred and seventy-five. Yes. But yes. yeah, so it is one of the highest that we have talked about so far. With, you know, not the strongest of plot lines or the... Does it have the, a plot line? I'm I mean, sorry, it I wasn't does. aware. <laughs> it does. They have to defeat um, Moron Mountain. <laughs> And Danny DeVito, Dude, all and the Danny way. DeVito, all the Danny way. DeVito as a fucking mob alien mob boss. This is—he's only been so in three good. animated films: so Space Jam, Hercules, Hercules, and one other one that I really? suddenly can't remember. Wild. I was like, you would think Danny DeVito would be doing a lot of animated. Great animated you'd think he'd be like voice. Gilbert Godfrey and being yes. like fucking everything. Yeah, but, yeah, like, that's wild. Yeah, I'm thinking like Frank Welker's. Mm, mm-hmm. That's a yeah, good, yeah. And Jim Cummings, yeah. like. Just you in think everything, you'd be like everywhere, and you just never but reckon, three. But yeah, just three. Wow, like, dude, you get on a roll, man. How about that, Danny? Yeah, I'll wow. watch anything, Danny. So, anyways, then. I started shooting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, so we got two hundred thirty point four million 
dollars. Wow, pretty good. Pretty yeah. fucking good. So I didn't do pretty much the whole cast. Okay. As far as the casting sure. goes, because they all played themselves. I mean, yeah, Bugs Bunny yeah. is Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck is Daffy Duck. Yeah, and people don't really Sylvester, know. Sylvester, and they're not the original Tweety voice actors. No, so and you can. Like... It. I would like to kind of touch on that. Okay. Because you can tell. Okay. If if like if you actually watch Looney Tunes and you know Looney Tunes or you tried to imitate the voices and stuff like that, you know that the voices are off. off. Yeah. Especially Bugs. Bugs's voice is is off by quite a bit. There's actually here. quite a bit of um the creator of Bugs Bunny is not does not like this movie. Really? He's like this is not anything that Bugs would do. He's yeah. like Bugs is it's a not self very... problem solver. <laughs> yeah, it's not very Bugsy to yeah. go and find yeah, he, he was pretty upset with this movie. Really? Which sucks. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Oh, well. So we've got Michael Jordan playing Michael Jordan. What? Commercial star. Oh, my all God. All that good stuff. Professional NBA champion Michael Jordan was in this movie as yes, Michael Jordan. He was. Wild. Yeah. That's insane. It's pretty great. Did he play Michael Jordan at the very beginning? Was it baby Michael Jordan? Yeah, he like he's and then like, they waited went, like twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It Sweet. Was pretty cool. Sweet. Um, our beloved Wayne Knight, who always plays the the dumpy character that everybody yep. is annoyed with or hates because he's um, a villain. Yeah, it's um, like Wayne Knight does the same shit as like um, uh, Kevin James and stuff like that. Yeah. It's always this like overweight white guy who's very like. You Down know. on his luck, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Butt of the joke. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he plays Stan Podolak. It's Stan. It's Stan Podolak. All right, Mike, if you don't want to hang out with me, you could have just told me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he did a good job. I mean, I've, I'm a fan of Wayne Knight. He's good at playing that character. Oh, he's great at playing that character. Yeah. And he always looks the same. He's always in a button down. He's always yeah. got the square glasses, the Coke bottle rims. Yeah, he's one of those actors I look at and I was like, you get the easy gigs. Oh, yeah. Just, this is just what you do. Yep, it, for sure. They, they write this character and they look at this character and they're like, it's Wayne Knight. Yep. Just so use Wayne they Knight. They did it in Jurassic Park, too, which yep. is my favorite version of Wayne Knight. But. Yeah. Very good. Uh, yes, and so um, Teresa Randall plays Juanita Jordan, who is Michael Jordan's wife in the mm-hmm. movie. Um, she has like what one speaking part, and then we move on. I think she, yeah, I think she has one. She might have two. Yeah, but but that's about it. <laughs> um, and then uh, we've got Larry Bird plays Larry Bird. Bill Murray, Charles plays Barkley, Bill Murray, Charles yeah. Barkley, yeah, yeah. Patrick everybody Ewing. else, play, everybody else, but mm-hmm. Danny DeVito. Who plays Swackhammer? Do we? Do you have the names for Michael's uh, children? No, I mean they are on the IMDb. <laughs> he has thing. he has a speaking role. They they all have speaking roles. Yeah, um, Brandon Hammond plays. Um, Who plays the eldest? That's the one I want to talk about. They don't have pictures. Fuck. Yeah. Because so Eric Gordon and Manor Washington play the two boys. Okay. And Penny Bay Bridges plays the girl, the girl. Jasmine. Because the the eldest one has probably, and I get it, he's a kid, child actor, whatever, has probably one of the worst line deliveries I have ever heard in cinema, which is where they're, where Bugs is like, oh yeah, your dad's helping us, he's he's going to play basketball for us, yeah. and the kid like, there's a stall, there's like a second, mm. and then he goes, yeah, that's awesome! 
And you're like, you're right. woo, yeah. buddy, you could have taken a couple more stabs at that one. It's not film. It's digital. You, we could have. We could have gone back and redone that a, a couple of times. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. And then Bill Murray plays Bill Murray, no my way. favorite character in this movie. No way. Uh, Muggsy plays himself. Yep. Sean Bradley plays himself. Okay. Ahmad Rashad plays himself. Mm-hmm. Everybody else plays themselves. Okay, Post guys. Sylvester, Tweety Bird. They aren't actually Tasmanian like listed Devil, in the main credits. Granny. Um. For for voice acting um, so um uh foghorn leghorn I'm trying to think of who else is in this thing tweety bird i think i said tweety bird did you mm-hmm. uh who's the oh yosemite sam yes. elber fudd porky pig who's the little the little rat the, the little mouse, mouse the mouse um it's not speedy it's, gonzalez it's not speedy gonzalez it's also not mighty mouse no it's a different one that i cannot remember for the life of me and then lola bunny and then lola bunny is the big one there mm-hmm. Lola Bunny, which is just... This is her introduction. Yep, this was her first time appearance. Lola Bunny's introduction, and boy, howdy, did it confuse a lot of children. Yes, I have have heard this issue. It's similar to the Jessica Rabbit thing, Mm -hmm. but worse because she's Mm -hmm. actually Mm -hmm. a bunny. Mm -hmm. I was like, I kind of understand where where every boy was attracted to Jessica Rabbit. I mean... for sure, right? I don't, like, that's I don't really get the Lola Bunny part. <laughs> I think Lola Bunny was a sexual sexual awakening for a lot of people and probably spurred the furry movement into like what it is today. Ooh, that's hot, a take. hot take. <laughs> <laughs> because Tumblr comes around right after this. We're, we're sneaking into Tumblr. Tumblr opens up in what, 2003, right? I have no idea. 2003. So they've got like... They've got seven years of just it mulling over, cooking inside their brains as they grow up. And then, oh, then they've rough, got a rough, whole rough. internet outlet for their content. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. I bet that is a cosplay like nobody's ever seen. Oh man, I never even thought about it. Yeah, I for could've. sure, dude. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Wow, my mind is uh-huh. like. It was a Lola Buddy was a rough time, and I remember the memes coming out of people making fun of the fact that they like desexualized Lola. Oh yeah, and she's the new like one? she's the same shape as Bugs. Is she? Yeah, in she the looks, new one? Yeah, she looks just like Bugs. Oh. But she's yellowy in color. And, well, yeah. And then she has a female voice actor instead of a male. Yeah, voice I actor. knew that part, but I. But didn't yeah, she realize. doesn't have tits or she doesn't a even have waistline. Hips? Wow. No. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I knew that when it came out, she had like big bust. Oh yeah. And like big butt, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, we may have a little bit crossed the line here, but like. Yeah. I I don't mean turn her into Bugs Bunny and then just turn her yellow. <laughs> yeah, she's just yellow Bugs Bunny pretty much. She might have like a little bit, but not enough for you to actually like notice. The big thing okay. that you notice is she's yellow and she has a female voice actor. That's that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. We don't need to halt another generation. I so. don't. I don't think so either. I feel like making the rabbit not sexy is probably a good move. Yeah, I, I personally have to agree with you guys. I follow a lot of meme to... pages that like poked fun at it. They were like, they fucking ruined Space Jam. Look what they did to Lola Bunny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you guys can stick to, like, Meg and Mulan and mm-hmm, all that. You can mm-hmm. have crushes on them. Oh, for sure. Like, my cousin's big one was Jasmine from Aladdin. Great and I was choice. like, dude, get it. I do. Ariel? I understand it. <laughs> all day. Ariel. All day, dude. But Lola Bunny, I don't 
Get yeah. it. Nope. <laughs> nope. Sorry. This is a rabbit. That's a rabbit. Buck teeth. I mean, it's a it's a anthropomorphized rabbit, but a rabbit nonetheless. It's still a rabbit. It's still it a rabbit. Have the same I body mean, parts as we do. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it That's comes down to. That's pretty much what to. it boils down to. It does not have the same body parts. I mean, listen, a lot of kids grew up playing Mass Effect where you could just have sex with anything and everything that walked around, so... Oh, yeah, dude. That's, like, a big part of it, too, is, like, romancing the different aliens. Yeah, you're basically Captain Kirk. Oh. Which, like, speaking of, like, people, like, this is not a new concept. Fucking Captain Kirk, since the 19-fucking-60s, has been walking around boning every green woman that he could be in contact with, so. That's true. You know. Yeah, we don't need to do that to animals. Fucking fucking weird things is not new to the the world of media. But aliens aren't animals yeah i guess you're right that's it's still worse it's still worse still worse anyways moving on okay from thank Bunny. you <laughs> um our director here mm-hmm. is uh joe pitka who has not directed much of any movies however i mean you bank you bank man however yeah no no he didn't just do that what is what is he up to he's a huge commercial director Oh. And that's where he's made like okay. Hall of Fame. Like he's got a bunch of stuff like in, really? in art galleries. So he hasn't for, like, done film or TV, but yeah, commercials, commercials. That's where and he's at. Music videos. He did like three Michael Jackson music videos. Wow. Uh, I think he did a Madonna video. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's big time in like the short. In short form. Yeah. For sure. Okay. He's like Hall of Famer. Wow. And then yeah. he was like, I'm going to do Space Jam. I guess so. I'm not really sure how he got tied <laughs> to the project. Maybe but he I knew think he Michael was di- from yeah, commercials. Yeah, he was directing the Pepsi, okay. Michael Jordan cool. commercials. That's so he knew Jordan from Madonna and, and Pepsi and, all that and Michael stuff. Jordan like did a whole commercial together okay. or whatever. And so, they... so he probably knew him from there and then was probably. able to talk with production and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, do you want to do this thing? And he was like, you know what? I like Michael Jordan. I like Looney Tunes. This might be fun. And then decided to direct it. I guess so. That's pretty cool. I'm cool with it. So talking about acting real quick, um, acting in this movie is a thing that happens. Does it? It is technically acting. They are reading lines and, and doing stuff. And Michael Jordan's not the worst in this film. No. I would say. No. Not at all. Um, I also wouldn't say that Charles Barkley is because he's just Charles Barkley and that's how Charles Barkley acts. No, I love Charles Barkley's part. Terrible. Him and him and Bur- Bill Murray were my favorite parts of this oh, whole yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. I'll Larry Bird walking away. Again. I feel kind of bad leaving Michael behind. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he just wanted to get away from that stand guy. <laughs> That was a good line, though. That yeah. was good. Yep. I'm just going to fill in that that was two for us because we were not in the emotional state to putt. <laughs> that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. Supposedly, most of Bill Murray's lines were just improvised, which, I mean, doesn't Of course they were. Me. Of course Does they were. Does not surprise me. We all love a Bill mm-hmm. Murray improv- <laughs> improvisation. Improvisation, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, doesn't surprise me at all that he was doing it. Yeah. Bill Murray is the only actual professional actor in this film. Yes. Yeah. Other than like our voice actors who are well, voicing and the Wayne tunes. Knight. And like I can't yeah, and Wayne Knight. But I can't really like I can't say much about the the voice actors in this. They're doing their their voices. I mean, these are the people who do the Looney Tunes and they're good at doing their voices. And the only one that was kind of weird is Bugs Money. And Money. Bugs Bunny. 
Oh, it sounds like Bugs Money. Bugs Money. <laughs> Bugs Money, baby. That's that's what they call him at Warner Brothers because they make have, he makes so much. Have you seen any royalties? No. But, I think no. we're getting screwed I over. I think we're getting screwed over. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that is like I think most of the voices in this thing were were done really really well. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn, he dead was on. good, dead on. He was good. I was like, man, that's like varsity blues <laughs> yeah. shit. Well, Foghorn Leghorn's one of my favorite Looney Tunes. Oh, okay. He's fucking hilarious. Him and Marvin Martian. I was so glad that Marvin Martian was in this thing too, as the referee. Yeah, because he's an alien. He's and an alien. Tune. Yeah, so, so he's great. like the perfect ambassador. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marvin Martian's one of my favorites, but Foghorn Leghorn's the other one because he just has so many, like, one, he talks like a fine Southern gentleman mm-hmm. all the time. I am but a humble Southern lawyer, sir. Right? So you got that going for you. And then you have great lines like, son, you're about as sharp as a bag full of bowling balls. Like that kind of stuff you would get from Foghorn Leghorn. And so I was just happy that he was in this film at all. And the voice actor who did him did a great job. Yes. It was honestly just Bugs that was off. And Bugs Bunny is one of those one of those voices that is one so iconic. And it's like Scooby Doo. Exactly. Or, you it's know, so well recognized. I would say Scooby Doo, I'd say Shaggy. Shaggy's right. voice is much Because you more can tell when the voice actor Scooby-Doo. changed in Scooby Doo from um Matthew uh, Lillard. Yes. Uh and changed over because it was such an iconic voice, and it's such a he did he took over voice. that Matthew Lillard took over that role so well. Yeah, and so you're like, I'm not even upset about this change. But then the new guy, whoever he was in the newest Scooby Doo movie, I was like, um, yeah. no thanks. Yeah. So you know, it's one of those things where it's like you're watching this, and we all know the stories about Bugs Bunny and how that related to um the original voice actor. And how he went through all the things of where he like hated carrots, but it was the only way to get that smacky noise that he gets before he says, what's up, doc? And all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that this voice actor was bad at it. He wasn't bad at it. He just wasn't quite right. And it's hard to get that quite right. Yeah. It is a very, very, very difficult character. There are just some characters that are so well known and also so unique to that specific actor that it is hard to imitate them. Even the best people at it can't yeah, do it. Super hard. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, Shaggy and um oh man, who is the other one from some old cartoons? That has like a very well known iconic Yeah, an iconic voice that would never that was like one in a million chance of being mm-hmm. done and I can't remember. I mean, SpongeBob is one of the ones that's really hard for people to do. That you can tell the difference when different actors are doing it. Mm, okay, I never for sure. watched SpongeBob. So. Yep, it's a very specific to that actor. And there's there's a lot of other actors. You can go in different types of animation. You start talking about anime, and you can really start picking oh, out. Oh, I was actors just thinking that uh, Zuko is gonna be one of those. Oh, uh, yeah, because then he was also voiced in uh, Legend of Korra, and I was like, dude, that's that's Zuko. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's yeah, kind of crazy. He will be one of those people someday. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, um, we've got some. I I guess we could talk about Mil- Bill Murray because he's probably yeah, probably the. I I think I. He, he's only in this for like 
fucking five minutes. I really wish that they would have brought him into that basketball game earlier. He goes into the basketball game, does like two things, and then is like, like, yeah, it's you like could the totally end of the be game. in the NBA, NBA. And he's like, I think I'm going to retire. I'm going out undefeated and untied. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to go ice my knees right now. And then they get to the end scene where he comes back and he's like, could have been me and the Larry Bird goes yeah buddy yep. sure, sure. <laughs> like, but I really could have <laughs> <laughs> yep and we all are like yeah buddy we know <laughs> yeah he's in this he's in this movie for like four scenes i think so good and they're like how did you even get in here and he's like i'm friends with the producer i'm friends with the producer at warner bros they brought me down here (laughs) yeah and then and then who's the one who says like oh of course it's like Daffy or something. I think like it's that. Daffy that he's having the discussion mm-hmm. with. Daffy's like, "What are you doing here, <laughs> How Bill did you Murray?" Get here? And he's like, "I'm friends with the producer." He's like, "Of course you are. Of course you are. Yeah, pes- that makes sense." Pessimistic duck. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, um, he he was my favorite part of the whole thing. Um, but I love Michael Jordan in this. I love how good of a sport he was throughout this whole movie. Yeah, he was never like, "I can't do this, guys." He's like. All right, cool. Okay, We're going to do, do this. But We're like, just going to an alien planet. That like somebody approached Michael Jordan to do this stupid ass movie and then he was like, "Sure, why not? All right, it'll make me money. I don't care. It's fun." And then he just went in and was like, "Sure." I mean, and just had fun. That's kind of how Bill Murray's approach to movies is most anyway. of his movies and he's yeah. got a really successful career mm-hmm. adam sandler uh, doesn't adam sandler's adam thing sandler is like just i just get all of my friends yeah. together i just want to hang out with mo- my buds yeah and so we put a movie together that's how grown-ups happen that's yep. how hubie halloween happened mm-hmm. and like all the rest of the netflix ones that he's put in yep and he's just like yeah i just call I just, up my buddies and i'm wanna like you wanna do that i'm like how do you get successful and do that? That's so fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me your I, secret. Can you, can you tell me how we can do that? Because yeah. I would like to know. I would also like to be a millionaire and doing what I love. <laughs> yeah. Could you please divulge those secrets to me? <laughs> I guess you just have to be really talented. Write it on at a sticky note. Comedy please. at a very specific time. And then you'll you'll do it. Yeah. You, you just have to release one movie like Waterboy and Happy Gilmore. Oh, I love Happy Gilmore. You're off to the races. Did Waterboy and Happy Gilmore come out at the same time? They didn't come out at the same time, but they came out in the same like era of Adam Sandler. Okay, because I was thinking, because Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore are always paired together. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Waterboy, Big Daddy. I love Big Daddy. Um, are all like the ones that most people would be like, oh, Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yep. I love Adam Sandler. And a lot of people who are like real Adam Sandler fans will have Little Nicky in there, where he plays yes. the son of Satan. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a good one, though. Yeah. So still a good one. You got all that shit in there. The wedding singer. I love the wedding singer. Yeah, these all fall into like Adam Sandler's like the wedding singer is a little outside of it, but it follows the comedic like timing and stuff. But yeah, for sure, it's like Bill Murray. A lot of Bill Murray's movies follow the same kind of comedic timing that Bill Murray has. This iconic timing that he has. So. I just love Bill Murray because he punched Chevy Chevy nah, Chevy Chase Chevy Chase in the in the head just because uh-huh. he was being a dick to people. Yeah, it's like Bill Murray's awesome. Yeah, I'm like Bill Murray doesn't like you. I don't like. This you. is our second Bill Murray like cameo film. Is it Zombieland? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where he's, like, oh, yeah. not in it, but he is, like, he iconic inside. <laughs> he also plays Bill Murray. <laughs> yep. Okay, guys, next month, our next cameo, Bill Murray playing Bill Murray. <laughs> uh-huh. We gotta find another one. Dang. Yes, that is good. 
Uh, well, let's go ahead and move on to writing. Okay, we can talk um, about writing. Writing and directing. Yes, so Joe Pitka is the director. Mm-hmm. He did all the commercials and stuff before right. getting this because he was, he was doing the commercials with um, the sneakers and stuff right. for Michael Jordan, which yep. is what this is based on. Um, the writing is by two writing duos. Um, so our first writing duo is Leo Benvenuti. Ben, Benvenuti. Ben, Benvenuti. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and Steve Rudnick. And they're known for um, the uh, Santa Claus movies. All oh. three of them. And then Kicking and Screaming, which is the Will Ferrell soccer, soccer movie. movie. Very good. I love that movie. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was okay. <laughs> it's all right. And then we've got our second riding duo, which is Timothy Harris and Herschel Weingrad. Vinegrod. Yes, and they wrote um, Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and the other guy that I suddenly can't remember. Mm-hmm. The white guy, dude. Yep. And Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, which is one of my wow. favorite films. Man, they're just like a very good duo for comedy. <laughs> but those are the only two. Like, both of them only had those two things. Still, they're, they're just... still great. Yeah. Still really good films. They're really good. I just kind of wish there was more right you know because like i love those films right (laughs) they got those and then they got space jam yeah yeah and all four of them have space jam yeah so that's awesome i mean i love all of the films that you laid out there as comedies that are just fun to watch yeah um the santa claus is a is a deep dive into the psycho fucking semantics of what santa is i love it i love it (laughs) as we all as we all learned from the santa claus if you murder santa you become you Santa become Claus. Santa. Yeah. Does so that put you on the naughty list for life? No, because Is you that be- why you, you become, become Santa. Claus? Yeah, exactly. No, you have to give all the you gifts have away. To give gifts away. You can't it's like get purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I just yeah. got really deep. It's like this deep purgatory <laughs> that you have to live in. Yeah. And you then you never have to, get to receive gifts. Only then you have gifts. to enter into a heterosexual relationship <laughs> by contract <laughs> when you become, as we learned from the Santa Claus too. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did learn that from the Santa which Claus which too. opens up if if you are a queer person that kills Santa, what happens? What happens? Also, does Santa just constantly have to sleep with one eye open? True. Like, what happens if the like if Mother Nature came in there and just fucking iced Santa Claus? Would she gain the power of Mother Nature and Santa Claus? Man, I can see a Netflix original movie happening here. <laughs> Listen, specifically a horror thriller. TM 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 TM. <laughs> yeah specifically horror thriller like yeah. this is like fear street absolutely type. yeah <laughs> gory, For sure. gory crap happy happy death day yeah yeah i love happy death it's day. a great film it's so good <laughs> okay so I've talking about anybody else that's seen it oh it's so good i fucking love happy death I day love it. it's very good um we still need to watch the one with uh vince vaughn you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it it's yet. It's on HBO Max. Sweet. It oh, okay. Ju- I'll go watch it. It just got on there. Awesome. I, I cannot think I wait. like Happy Death Day better, but I the best part of the movie is Vince Vaughn. Is Vince Vaughn? Yeah. And as, I, that made the whole movie. as a teenage girl? Yeah. Awesome. And there was like one part where I was like, Vince Vaughn, you should not have done that. It's very <laughs> uncomfortable. Amazing. But other than that, but I was like. But it's Vince Vaughn. Yeah, but I was like, <laughs> but Vince Vaughn is playing a teenage girl trying Amazing. to run away from a psycho killer that's in 
her body. <laughs> like, that is the type of horror films that I live for. I love it. No, it's yeah. fantastic. It was like a mixture of, like, um, Scream and Happy Death Day It looked. Stuff. It looked a lot like Scream Queens. Like yes. the TV series is what it, it is felt like. It is similar to that because it is very like. Loved Scream Queens. Yeah, I know you do. So good. Yeah, it is similar to that. I will say it's not as good as like the commercials make it out to okay. be, but it was still fun to watch. Deal. I will. Watch. I will go and watch it. So, yes. back to mm, our family friendly <laughs> one, which is Space Jam. Um, did you like the directing in this? I like the directing, and I thought it was very well directed. I think for what it is, they should have just drew. Okay. Here's my... I love the way this movie starts. Oh, yeah. Like, the start of this whole but movie, but then when they now started... Now I know that it's directed by a director who does commercials. Now you get it. Now I totally get it, because you, you kind of wish there was more montage stuff. You could cut that section out of the movie and use that as, like, a fucking depression medication ad or something like that, or, like, something for, like, kids who need help or whatever. Or a, a kid playing basketball with his dad. Yeah. yeah, you could just slice that thing out and use that for whatever. Yeah. That also, w- it's an inaccurate portrayal of Michael Jordan as a child. I just want that to be known. Fair enough. Michael uh, Jordan sucked <laughs> at basketball as a kid. That's that's really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the only I think my problem with it is like they opened up a lot of like small storylines that they never closed, and I for think sure they could have like introduce lola bunny with like more tryout stuff Mm -hmm. and like add a little bit here and there that scene is so weirdly short especially since it's like her intro into the into the universe she walks in you get the yeah and all of us are like yeah we're now questioning our our sexuality (laughs) and then she like has this thing where she you know don't call me doll yeah, right. where you're like, oh, and she's dominant too. <laughs> yeah, oh no, oh, she's dom- <laughs> oh no, oh no, oh god, it's all coming together. <laughs> and so you get that whole thing, and then she just is like gone. Yeah, she just like they should have done like a whole tryout montage, like as a and commercial person, like, tryout montage yeah, would have been fantastic. Absolutely. Instead of even doing like, like trying out all of the different characters in like a montage, yeah, I yeah. agree, that would be so good. Yeah, and by Seeing doing Tweety that, Bird try to fucking bounce a basketball. That would be really and funny. just like get like steamrolled by it. Yeah, that'd be really funny. <laughs> yeah, and so doing that instead of even like bringing in the the kid baseball player mm-hmm. stuff because we don't even get to see like any from we see that he's struggling because he's not perfect but he is almost right. perfect yeah. and we just don't ever open up your stance open a bit. it up again <laughs> we never touch on it again Mm-mm. we're like okay. they're just poking fun at michael jordan's baseball yeah, career I was just like there's so much more that we could have done by nitpicking these small mm-hmm. things out of it so it, um, yeah that would be it's, my... it's it really is where you're watching it and it's like snippets of the movie that like could have been cut yeah and, yeah it that could have been cut into like little shorts for sure because that's how this director does things he does commercials he has a commercial mindset so. yeah so it felt like you were like leaving the film yeah for another commercial yeah yeah, I get it. That was that was my pretty much only mm-hmm. thing. Other than that, the cinematography was fun to watch. Oh, the yeah. way he chose the they, shots. They and do stuff. a really good job of we've talked about it, I'll talk about it a thousand times, of choosing the heights of your 
your camera. Yeah, especially when you got like Tweety Bird all the way up until right. the, the Munster. And then you've got like you've got like Michael Jordan when he's talking to Stan in that that first part where he's walking out from a um, '63 Corvair convertible, mm-hmm. which is the car that he's driving, which is also why it's not accurate. Oh no! The smoke's coming out of the front. Those are rear engine cars. Oh my Smoke gosh. should be coming out of the back. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, when they do that, when Michael Jordan's talking to Stan, the camera is down towards Stan. And when Stan talks back to Michael, the camera is up towards Michael. So they thought about that. Stan is shorter than Michael. So the cameras need to change angle. Whenever they're sitting in the, whenever they're in the living room with the kids, it's a static thing, but it's from the TV's perspective. So it's on level with the television because it's the Looney Tunes perspective, right? So they, they do a really good job cinematography speaking. And when the Monstars go from being itty bitty, teeny tiny little dudes into the full size Monstars, they like, they play with the perspective. Yes. That is something I truly enjoyed. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, um, and then like for like editing and effects, I really, I really enjoyed like how they chose the colors and stuff to be able to see all of the Looney Tunes characters and the and the mon- monsters oh, and all that. And you're just like, man, you don't think about how hard it is, but that would be really hard. Yeah, there's so many different colors yeah. you have to be able to see on that basketball floor. Mm-hmm. Before so. we before we move totally into editing and effects, okay. I do want to talk about um, some parts of the cinematography. That has to do with the framing when you have a real person and a fake thing in shot at the same time. And how do you do that thing? Like, what do you do to make those shots make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, which is is very difficult, right? Like, um, when they're inside of his house and they're going to get his shoes, I don't know why that one sticks out to me, but I remember it a lot as a kid. Whenever Bugs finds the shoe... Up yeah. on the top, like, trophy rack or whatever. Because, like, he has his Air Jordans up there. But one of them. Anyways. I distinctly remember, as a kid, that shot of bugs going from down and scooping and looking up. Right? And then when it pans back out, you have bugs and Daffy having to, like, move their way onto a chair to get up the thing. And then immediately it cuts to the kid's perspective. So you're playing with this up frame shot and then a down frame shot. And then when they walk in, you've got this solid shot from the kid's level, which w- isn't exactly on level with bugs in them. Cause they're a little right. bit shorter. Like there's a lot that goes into thinking about how do I frame it so that bugs and Daffy look the appropriate size for this shot? Like, how do I figure out, where the camera would be sitting so that they don't look too big. Like did or like too a walkthrough of the whole mm-hmm. like whole that's, thing. That's not just storyboarding. Yeah, that's not easy to do. Cause when you're talking about like think about like a basketball court in a cartoon, right? It's it's not going to be appropriately sized for a human because then it would look weird. But in this film, it has to be appropriately sized for Jordan. And then we have to scale the Looney Tunes so that they look correct, but they don't look too big or too small because Bugs is, as they say, four feet with his ears. Yeah. And Michael Jordan is six, six. So we have to somehow find this, this balance of when Bugs and Jordan are both in frame on this shot, 
that the basketball court looks the correct size for both Jordan and Bugs, but Bugs has to look right next to him. Like that's that makes a, sense. That's a hard thing to do for the cinematographer, like to figure yeah. out that storyboarding. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty I enjoy it. pretty crazy. Yeah, the thought process there is pretty amazing. <sighs> yeah. Think of it. I just think point and shoot. Point and shoot. It's like smile and wave, boys. Smile nope. and wave. Smile and wave, boys. <laughs> smile and wave. But it is not. It is not. It's very complicated. And they had to think through it. And I think that's one of the better parts of this film is they did take that 18 months to really storyboard this thing out and figure it out to make it feel right. Even though like there's a lot of that's like, okay, this is stupid and doesn't feel right. The sizing always feels correct. Oh, the yeah, scales never are never question. off. Right? Never question when he's holding a basketball compared to when the others are yeah. holding basketballs or getting passes and exactly. stuff like that. Even though it's all different. All the sizes are different, but they had to make it feel right. So I just wanted to touch on that quick for the cinematographer. Like props to them for really thinking through those scales and making sure that they work correctly. That's why correctly. they make the big bucks. That's why they make the big bucks. Exactly. Yep. Now we can move on to editing and effects. I mean, really, honestly, as far as editing effects go, obviously it was really good for its time. Um, the big thing on the editing and effects was there's the a, color. There's, there's a couple of places that fucking cracked me up in the editing and effects, though. Oh, really? One of them is when Stan gets blown up like a balloon. Yeah. One, that's some Japanese body horror shit that happens that in that part. That is one of the reasons that p- kids, like, watching Looney Tunes and stuff are like, this is kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was terrifying, one. And then when he's, like, blowing around like a balloon, you obviously get the funny parts where, like, Pepe Le Pew is, like, oh, jeez, where it's, like, stinky because it's, like, Pepe making a farting Pew. noise. Um, But the fucking CGI of... <laughs> stand going you can, around like, it's see like the black outline yeah, you can see the outlines you can see it's like not quite right the yeah. fucking shit's not hitting at the correct angles the it's lighting's like all off on the edge, it's a yeah bit. it's just really fucking off and then the next one that fucking gets me is the bulldog the little english bulldog charles barkley mm-hmm. <laughs> charles barkley the perfect name for a dog yes um, when we see Charles in the first scene, Charles is a wee little English bulldog. Normal English Normal, bulldog. Not even. He's a puppy. Yeah. Like, he's a pup pup. Because English bulldogs are pretty big. I mean, they're they're stout. They're short. But they're 50-pound dogs. They're, they're pretty good-sized dogs. So when he, like, runs up and jumps on Michael Jackson, which is hilarious because you can see in the cut that he's, like, holding a stuffed animal as yeah, he, like, and falls he, like, backwards falls onto backwards. a mattress. And then, like, it cuts to them, like, clearly putting a puppy on Michael Jordan with a fucking, like, peanut butter or something on him. So it licks him. Yeah. And then the, the mom, who we never see again. Mom, who we never see again except for that two scenes where she's in the kitchen. She's like, I'm making collard greens. Um... I never, I never thought that that was the mom. I thought that was like their personal chef or something. No, that's his mom. What are you uh, talking about? You know. fucking weirdo. I don't know. Uh, I just assume that rich people have personal <laughs> chefs because that's like the first thing I do. No, that's his mom, and she's like, she's like wrangling, uh, Charles off of him, wrangling. But it's like clearly she's like, meep, 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 with this little puppy. Cut to when Bugs and Daffy are trying to get the shorts. Oh and yeah, he opens, that's a big dog. He opens the door 
and it's Charles, who's fucking massive. Like, Daffy's, like, this big next to Charles. Yeah. Daffy that Duck is, is three foot. Yeah, that was that was funny. I watched that's like him, a like, six on foot the dog when you're inside and you're watching him on the outside. Uh, outside, yeah, getting, like chased by a dog. You're like, and you're like, wait a second, turn the light <laughs> and like, but then like when they he's got the shorts in his mouth. I have found the shorts, <laughs> and it's Charles again, but he's fucking massive. And then whenever the kid wrangles the shorts away from Charles, and they're like, bad dog, bad dog, shoo shoo. It cuts over, and it's why they didn't just take a dog and put him in the set that they had for that scene. Like, that clue, that trophy room was real, and they filmed that trophy room and superimposed Bugs and Daffy into it. They superimposed the real dog into the room, too. <laughs> like, they could have just put the dog in the room and filmed the dog walking out of the room. Like, they could have done that. But instead, they're like, no, 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 no. We're just going to superimpose the walking dog into the room. The lighting's wrong. He's like this dusty, like, weird lighting in this very, very dark trophy room. Oh, yeah. Like, and he's huge. He's fucking massive. When he's, like, walking by the door, the doorknob's, like, at his shoulder. I don't remember that part. Yeah. I must have been like, nah, 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 can't be, can't be, just block it out. Yeah, it, it is so bad. You're looking it is at like, it wrong. It is the one time when they superimpose stuff that is just like awful, like a terrible, terrible job on superimposing stuff in. Because even when we go to the basketball court and they're superimposing in the opposite direction, they're putting Michael Jordan and Bill Murray and Stan in a cartoon yeah right so they're being superimposed onto a cartoon like that's pretty good like it's not perfect but it's not bad it's the 90s it's the 90s it's good <laughs> but that dog fucking charles the dog in a bunch of those things it's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> why is he going from a tiny puppy to a six foot tall dog to a three foot tall dog walking out of the room when you could have just filmed the tiny dog like nipping at if Daffy. The dog and them. trainer was too much money. Maybe. Could have been. I don't <laughs> it's know. It's like Caesar Milan was like, um, no. I'm not going to do it. No. I only work with pit bulls. <laughs> They're my passion. They're my passion. Psst. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Shall we move on to sound and music? Sound and music. Yep. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. James Newton Howard. Really? Yes, one of our one Hell of our very, yeah. very good boys, and he's been in a lot of stuff like M Night Shyamalan movies yep. and the Dark Knight series for sure. Um, so I'm just gonna list off the last three things that he's working on. Okay, he's in the Fantastic Beasts. Ooh. It's not a trilogy; it's five movies. I mean, right? it, what does that well, mean? it's going to be eventually. This will be the third movie. Yeah, so he's done all of them. Yep. He just did Raya and the Last Dragon. Which was so good. Which was so good. So good. I named two dogs after them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then his upcoming movie is The Jungle Cruise, which I'm super excited for. Yet again, Disney coming in with, can we make this this ride into a hit franchise? Which is actually really funny because <laughs> I just read a short review from somebody stating that it's almost as good as Pirates. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, are we going oh. to get seven movies out of it? <laughs> I will watch all seven. <laughs> Is Dwayne The Rock Johnson new Johnny Depp? 
question I would be mark? okay with that. He's pretty cool. I also Figure love out. Emily Blunt. <laughs> Entertainment tonight. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, oh, wait. And then I was like, James Newton Howard, too? I was like, yeah. oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, he's our he's our top boy with, but also this original motion picture soundtrack. <laughs> dude, fucking Space Jam is a bop every Space time. Even Jam. when you get to, like, the somber parts with Charles, like, walking around trying oh, to yeah, rediscover like the, himself. the Michelle Branch song. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking good. Uh, and then there's the the rap with LL Cool J, Coolio, mm-hmm. and all that. It's, like, yep. hitting him up or something, something like, like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the game. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. It's so fun to listen mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so they got, like, three bops right there. And then we got I Believe I Can Fly, mm-hmm. which is upsetting. Yep. Um... And there's which goes through the whole fucking movie. Four, yeah, the whole movie. So already right there, three kids that didn't grow up listening to that type of music. Mm-hmm. Um, already showing so good that we remember this. <laughs> oh my god, dude! This fucking soundtrack is buck wild, and yeah. it's so good, so good. So through the whole thing, and it's not like in your face or overt either. Um, they do a really good job of blending it. Yes. Like like to where it's not like oh i'm only listening to this is a music video now it's like it's not it's like there's a story here and i'm watching the characters but then there's like good music going on in the background yeah yeah i i enjoyed it a lot i also just really like when they bring songs into it because you know i'm an 80s fan so Mm -hmm. bringing songs into films and like hardcore and i'm just like yes (laughs) using non-instrumental music in a film doesn't happen often but when it does happen it's usually pretty good we usually see that kind of stuff in like indie films a lot yeah it's like indies and like 80s films Mm -hmm. you don't see it in like major motion pictures anymore yeah yeah which is super upsetting because it's usually like part of my favorite Mm -hmm. part it's one of the reasons i like stranger things so much is because suddenly they're like playing cold as ice in a scene and like that matches up so perfectly so good cold as ice that's (laughs) like um oh man there's somebody i follow on tiktok who does that kind of shit where he'll take like music and put it into movies that don't originally have it there. Oh, like really? one of them was um the ending scene spoilers for Endgame when mm-hmm. um when Tony says I am Iron Man and snaps, and snaps. as he snaps. Oh and you, yeah, you that, I have actually I have actually seen that and that was really Iron Man. good. Yeah. And yes. then the the rest of it, the while all this shit's going on around him is so fucking good. That yeah, yeah that's like, al- that's always a good. He usually he always had he actually in Iron Man one he gets back in black yep, with ACDC he does. and that whole thing. I'm just like yes, yep. so good. It's really good. <laughs> so that's, that's one what of they the few, that's what yeah. they do through all of Space Jam. This yeah. is just this whole fucking They're movie is like, that kind of shit. Do it we're just every gonna ten fucking, minutes. Yeah, anytime <laughs> we can, we're putting some music to this motherfucker. Yeah, and everybody's gonna have a great time. And they were right. We and then have the, a great time. Sound wise, it's fucking Looney Tunes. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They know what they're the doing. Sound effects. All the fun all sound effects. The... Anvils dropping. Fucking kablooies, kaplows. Roadrunners all over the place. Tasmanian Dynamate. devil fucking <laughs> tearing his way through there. Popping yep. balls like. The Monstars. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, the Monstars just being ridiculous. Yeah. I would love to know who voiced the Monstars. Because those are some crazy voices that they they decided to do. They're like all the way at the bottom, if I remember right. And I was like, why are they so... That's kind of bullshit. They're main characters in this movie. So are the Looney Tunes. That's so dumb. 
Voice actors do not get enough credit. No, they don't. They do not get nearly as much credit as they should. Okay, Pound was voiced by Jocelyn Blue. Okay. Never heard of her. Blanco, Charity James. Yep. Bang, June Melby. Okay. Catherine Reitman played Bupkis, and Colleen Wainwright was not Sniffles. Wow. Oh, and then there's... There's a lot of... I I really enjoy the fact that these characters have names that we never learned. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> they have cool. names. They have names. Charles the dog is played by Frank Welker. <laughs> I don't remember. What does that mean? I don't remember when. What does that mean? Charles the dog had lines. <laughs> or maybe he's the puppet that attacks Michael Jordan at the beginning. Maybe, but I don't oh my know God. why you would need a spe- an awesome That's actor to do that so stuff. so fucking hilarious yeah okay (laughs) that is so dumb but yeah um oh and talking about the uh the weird like kind of animated kind of cgi where we're first visiting um moron mountain the fact that it's called moron mountain first that's my favorite part (laughs) but that like weird in between like computer generated cartoony like and osmosis jones type stuff yeah very osmosis jones another bill murray film where bill murray plays bill murray fuck yes yeah yep. i'm on a roll <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's like a that's a big big weird thing that happened in that film that i really enjoyed is that like opening flying through the universe to get to moron mountain i also love the idea that the looney tunes like universe is held within just like a membrane that separates yes. us from the void that That's is good. just the opening and closing screen of the Looney Tunes. I thoroughly enjoyed that part. Yeah. I was like, so you just got to find this hole. Yeah. You can go to Looney and you Tunes. Go to, and, and if you're you... welcome, you'll just like slip through. No problem. If you're not welcome, you're going to rip a hole in it. Uh-huh. And you then have to suddenly like, boing, it'll be, boing, boing, yeah, it'll be healed, it. but yeah. You're going to rip a hole in it. But it's the opening and closing screen, yeah. which is great. Daffy yeah. Duck and his, uh, his taped-on sticker of Warner Brothers on his butt. <laughs> we are properties of Warner Brothers Incorporated. Have you seen any royalties? No, have you? <laughs> yep. I think we're getting really screwed here. Really good. Stan digging up an entire fucking green at a golf course. A loyal friend, truly. A very loyal friend. Absolutely. What are you doing? I'm fixing a divot. He's fixing a divot. <laughs> yep. So good. Poking fun at golf while you're at it in this film. Very golf good. Isn't a sport. Also, what what team does Michael play for? Baseball team in this film? The Barons. The Barons. They're double A. The Barons. Yep. That's right. Yes. Minor league baseball. Yes. So funny. So good. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of like hint hint nudge nudge wink wink type jokes in this film that are just i'm always here for that very if you good can give me if you can give me dialogue where i'm like <laughs> yeah like the whole movie i'm mm-hmm. totally cool with it i need my shorts i wear those shorts underneath my my uniform every night ew gross i washed them every night uh-huh sure you did michael which he did yeah he did he that's wore real them underneath i was like um, so this guy was wearing yeah, man. two layers of shorts and he was still better than everybody else. He's fucking Michael Jordan. Yeah. I He's still like, better than everybody else to this day. Did you watch the documentary? No, I haven't yet. Oh, it's I need to. so I know, good. I, need, I know I need to. I watched, 
I th- I watched Athlete A instead. I thought okay. that I thought that one was a, it bit, is so a bit more important at the yeah. time because they came out similar times. Well, there you go. But. All right. Do you have any more closing thoughts on this nostalgic run through? No, I'm Space I re- Jam. Yeah, I realized I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. I haven't seen it in a while either. Yeah, I yeah. was like, man, why haven't I seen this? And it's a fun one. That, it's really fast. Yeah, it it's is really, very fast. It's really paced. fast to sit down and just like, watch it. I think I like ate dinner and drank my tea. Yeah. And it was over. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Really fun. Really fun to sit down and watch and have a good time. Watch Michael yeah. Jordan be Michael Jordan. Watch some Looney Tunes. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good for times. Everybody. Before we go, um, I realized that I think, I can't remember what episode it was, but we talked about Chris Hemsworth. We because always we talk, talk about, about Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. <laughs> we love our boy. But we specifically talked about, we were pretty sure that Chris Hemsworth had done some work with sharks. Oh, yes. And we had, like, He's bet on, on this that yeah. he had done some work with sharks. No, we said we wanted to be on Shark We wanted to be on Shark Chris with Chris Hemsworth because we were like, I'm sure Chris Hemsworth, like, really likes sharks and he's done yeah, some, like, humanitarian work because he's Australian. <laughs> and I saw on Disney Plus that he has a fucking Nat Geo special. Yes, I have not watched Chris it Hemsworth yet. Chris with sharks. We need to watch that. Yes. And then I don't care if it's, like, we talk about it on here as, like, a full episode and really break it down. Or if we just, like, talk about Guys, it for a little bit. we watched Chris Hemsworth of Sharks. <laughs> but I fucking love the idea that something happened in the universe that told that we us before for. it was released that Chris, Chris Hemsworth was going to work with sharks. And then it fucking happened. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, so I just needed to let <laughs> but that... But he didn't invite us, so I'm kind of he upset did about us, that. But now but we know he does week. work with sharks. Yeah. So in the future, so in the future we'll get him on Shark Week with us. Exactly. Absolutely. Do like a workout with sharks. Who is stronger than a shark? Who is stronger? Who can <laughs> swim faster than a shark? Is it Chris Hemsworth plus his team? Uh-huh. Or is it just a shark? Yep. We'll have Michael Phelps there. Yes, He'll again. be hanging out with us. Ryan Lochte will be there. It'll be there great. Because the Olympics is going on right now. And if you're not watching the Olympics, you're making a big mistake. Everybody go home, watch the Olympics. It's really good. It bit, it's been postponed. It's pretty fucking awesome. Tokyo is great. Very good host for this thing. A little disappointed in the USA for some things, but it's okay. So, um, first of all, that's my this, closing thoughts. An Alaskan native. Hey, from you Seward, had a first. Yes, Alaskan. got a gold medal yep. in swimming, and I was just saying, first Alaskan to get a gold for the United yep. States. Yep. Just saying. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Pretty fucking cool. We just lost in softball, which I was a little disappointed in because we've been dominant. Didn't we win in volleyball, though? Beach volleyball? We did win in beach volleyball. Yeah. So I did watch a few we, of those I games. mean, we've gotten they our like first gold. They like to scream. Ha! Yeah. We've gotten our first golds mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff. Our first fencing gold There's actually ever. literally been a lot of firsts for- For a lot like, of people. The Philippines got their first gold ever. Yeah. Skateboarding this, this was new. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding was um, new. Japan the, won the, the first canoe. two golds. What is it called? Canoe Oshling or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. Yep. First gold for the oldest Olympic mm-hmm. canoeer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He got that from... There's I a lot of there's a country. lot of firsts. The USA finished sixth in the men's triathlon, 1500 um, triathlon, That's which is the highest we have ever placed before. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of firsts, a lot of cool stuff happening. Um, you know, the women's soccer team, who's been undefeated for five years, got defeated. And then came back and kicked the shit out of New Zealand six to one. 
So, you know, it's a fun time. We're having fun. There's new sports. There's new stuff. So that's my closing thought is everybody should go watch the Olympics. You should also watch the judo. It's very good. Because there were some good matches this year. Judo and taekwondo for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, tell us what you guys think about whatever you guys think about. Tell us if you love Space Jam or if you think it's terrible. But I won't hear the latter because it's not terrible. Unless you're talking about New Legacy. Unless you're we talking have no about nostalgic ties to New we Legacy. Got, you can say whatever the fuck you want about that. We'll be like, cool, that's your opinion, cool. whatever. Sounds we haven't right. watched it yet. <laughs> but don't you dare say anything bad about Michael Jordan. God no. damn it. Anyways. Uh, you can head over to our socials on Facebook. We are Two Thoughts for a Penny Podcast. On Instagram, we are Two Thoughts Podcast. And on Twitter, we are Two Thoughts Pod. You can go to any one of those. Tell us what you guys think. Tell us what you want us to do next. Tell us how you feel about the Olympics. I don't care. I just like hearing from you guys. Um, if you're listening to this on Apple, give us a five star. Give us a review. It really does help us out. On Spotify, give us a follow. If you can do something on whatever platform you're listening on, Please do it. It really does help us. But the biggest thing you can do is tell somebody. Use social. Put us up on your social. Tell your grandma. Tell your mom. Tell your stepdad. Tell your cousin twice removed about us. I don't care. But word of mouth is the best way for us to expand so we can do more of this stuff and give you guys more content. So until next time, we will catch you on Two Thoughts for Opinion.